Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast, where Methodist laymen dish hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses church dress codes or origins and wonders whether this is spiritually relevant. Warning, we're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. It's entitled, It's Not What You Wear, It's How You Wear It. So before we get into that, I kind of want to introduce the uh, the panel. So, Ryan? I am Ryan. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Your background. Ryan, um, grew up in a Southern Baptist church. <laughs> Troublemaker. That would be me. I'm the, uh, <clears throat> the millennial of the bunch, I guess. Um, grew up Southern Baptist. Uh, left the Baptist church and came to the United Methodist Church at, I would say, 13, 14 years of age. And I'm 36 and I've been here ever since. So, all about me. Very good. John? Well, I came from a more organized religion. I come from an Episcopal background. Uh, went to several different types of church, including Baptist. I escaped that. And are there uh, organs in organized religion? Uh, well, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, there are. Right. And uh, I settled uh, settled here with the Methodists. Um, settled? Settled. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's not your first choice. No, it, it actually uh, is my last choice. How about that? There you go. May oh, not well, have been my oh. first, but it was my last. <laughs> I like that. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm 52 years old. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to discussing this topic with you all. There you go. Well, my name is Jody, and I am the uh, <clears throat> crazy Pentecostal in the group. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, Glory to God. I don't know if I keep my brothers in check or they keep me in check, but I think uh, we just keep all people uh, balanced and on the ground. I'm 50 years old, and uh, I enjoy this topic that we're going to address today. Well, my name is Greg. I've been a Wesleyan all my life. I'm slightly uh, younger than Methuselah, so um, I've got that going for me. And uh, so now, without all, <clears throat> without now we got all the introductions out of the way. I have to apologize. My voice is uh, is is uh, very bad, but uh, we uh, we we will uh, endeavor to persevere. So uh, now, dressing up the whole thing about you know getting dressed up for church. Where did that even come from? How did we get there? So I'm going to ask this question. Did any of your parents make you dress up to go to church? John. Well, I, I actually uh, uh, enjoyed the dressing up part of it, uh, wearing the suit. I can remember uh, living in Texas and buying my first suit that I earned uh, mowing money from. And uh, so I went out and bought myself a nice pinstriped wool suit in Texas, which makes no sense. Absolutely. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I always... Always uh, thought that uh, if you're going to go to church, you know, dress dress your best for for him. Okay. You know, so I, Ryan, let's let's get your viewpoint on this. Uh, yes, I was forced to dress up going to church uh, as a young as a child, and uh, I often question why, but I just got told that's the way things are, and that's what we do. So that's what I did. You shall. Uh... You shall dress up for That's church. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Jody, what do, you, what do you say? Oh, yeah. I remember having to dress up in the suit and the tie, which uh, I'm a rebellious person by nature. I uh, I love that I've kicked that habit. I am more comfortable. So God's delivered you from neckties? He has delivered okay, me. All right. And I am more comfortable now. Uh, I... 
it was never explained to me. It's just one of those things, you know, kind of what, what you, you guys have kind of uh, iterated, you know, reiterated. It's just that uh, you want to you want to wear your best, but that that ship don't sell with me. Gotcha. I agree with that too. Well, you know, uh, when I was when I was a teenager, right after the Great War ended. Um, it was a more formal time in America, and uh, men wore suits, women wore dresses to the church I went to. Uh, now, on Wednesday night, it was kind of casual affair, but Sunday morning, Sunday evening, you know, it wasn't blue jean and shorts, a t-shirt or whatever. Um, it was kind of like y'all. It was a, uh, a pretty formal affair. Now, mm-hmm. we were talking about, did we ever ask why, why this happened? And, and did anybody explain, or did you have any questions why I, I do have a question. I, I just wonder if it if it's uh, wasn't more of keeping up with the Joneses, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So you think pride has something uh, to do with I it? I absolutely think pride is has a lot to do with that. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, I I uh, went to several different types of churches as I was uh, going through college on there, and you know, I uh, where where I would be in a suit and I would be the only one in a suit, and that included the the pastor of the church and I'm thinking wow he didn't even dress up to, to do this on there so you know I I, I, I can remember I, I can remember the uh, the old stereotype where you know can you believe what she's wearing to church or right. you know mm-hmm. can you you know and, and and I just wonder if that's where it started you know well, I'm just curious, you know, coming from an Episcopalian background. I mean, your ministers, I mean, all dress like peacocks. I mean, oh, they're well, all yeah, they've they they got, got the robes, the, they've got the garb, they yeah, got the robes, they've got the bells the, and the smells and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, huh. you know, Greg, it's, it's interesting. You mentioned robes originally. That was just meant to be a distraction from what you were wearing, and uh, it was never supposed to be a a uh, garment of pageantry, if you will. Right. And it's a shame that it's gotten that way, but you know. But I, I actually like like the pastor in a in a uniform, so to speak. I, I do, mm-hmm. you know, because that that will definitely set the tone, set the uh, set the the meaning of the service on there. Well, you know, if, if, I disagree if, with if, you. If, if it's the same guy that's that's changing the oil on your car and he just. Uh, you know, he's standing up there. I'm not going to probably get as much out of that message. Well, it's, it's interesting. So, Praise the Lord so, and pass the, uh, so, the oil filter ranch, right? So what you're telling me, you're kind of a respecter of persons, and, that, and yeah. it, it does matter what one wears. Well, well, Ryan, did you ever ask why? I did, did ask why. And what did they, what'd your parents say? Because <laughs> it's what you do. It's oh, yeah. what you wear. You wear nice clothes to go to church. It was a, ba- it was a backhand right there. Yeah, well, well, well uh, no, it was a switch. <laughs> It was a switch. Uh, and I, I actually, interesting. You, you that, will conform. I went to church several times wearing switch marks on my legs. So, Ooh, there you yeah, go. So. Baptists don't We'll play. make sure to edit that part <laughs> out. That's right. For no, they don't have to edit it. They know that's the, the statute of limitations. Yeah, that's, <laughs> even, that's even better. That's even better. So, okay, so was it ever communicated to you by a pastor, a lay leader, no. somebody that no. you respected that dress clothes had any type of spiritual significance? It's just looking your best for the Lord. It was the only answer that I ever got in terms of that would be. But okay. I would agree with that, under um, respect to him. Yeah. You know, that's what I personally felt. You know, I know people of different denominations that uh, it was communicated to them that their attire was not 
appropriate, more on the feminine side, you know, the, the ladies. And, uh, you know, sometimes I say if you've got a problem with what a lady is wearing, maybe the problem's not with her, it's with you. That's it. Well, I, <clears throat> being uh, my generation, the miniskirt as a young man was in... Uh, uh, was in vogue, and so yeah, if a the lady playing the piano, the organ, uh, they turned the right, had the right angle, yeah, there there uh, there definitely was were issues there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think pants are as far as well, modesty. Well, well, hold on a second, but now, is it the lady's fault that's playing the piano, or is it the man's fault? Well, I'm for, telling you, for, for looking looking you, at if, and wondering. Well, if, they if, should be looking at a songbook more. You know? And then they try to get us to look up on the screens, but I'm telling you, if you're under the spout where the glory comes out, that's hard to divert your eyes, let me tell you. <clears throat> okay, so we have figured out that maybe it is important what you wear to church, but not for the reasons that you think. Or what you don't wear. Right. <laughs> so modesty... Ryan here is losing it. <laughs> side. Mo modesty plays a role in that. Well, it does. Uh, you know, it does. You, know, you, you wouldn't wear a bikini to a church, would you? No. And, and I... It's a pool party. <laughs> yeah. And the first time when I, when I got out, out of school, yeah. I'm from Texas, and I moved out to California, that's the first time I saw tank tops and wife beaters at church. Now, these folks were praising the Lord, but dress was not any type uh, uh, of an issue. I mean, it was just... I'm there. Well, Praise uh, Jesus. Here, I'm, I'm going to throw a question out to you. Do you okay. think God cares what you wear to church? Absolutely. No, okay. Well, that's what I, I that's what I think. But what does God's Word actually say? So what does the Bible say about dressing or garments in relation to the Christian life or church involvement? Um you know, we kind of had our opinions about this, but uh, but what do you think God says? Well, uh, God looks at the heart, not our outward appearance. Uh, that's my personal belief on it. I think you're talking about First Samuel sixteen seven. That would be accurate. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and read that. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, probably because David was a short dude, but because I have rejected him, for the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Mm -hmm. You know, Greg, I have to wonder how many people don't come to church literally because they're worried about if they're going to measure up with what they wear, and that is a shame. It is. I it is. Agree with that. You no. know, uh, Matthew, <clears throat> six, Matthew 6, 28 through 30, kind of addresses that, and it tells us... Uh, why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. You know, <clears throat> we can't worry about silly stuff like that. You really can, and, and as long as the dress is not a distraction, yeah. you know, as long as, like my mother used to say, all the ugly parts are covered, uh, then, <laughs> then you know, it's it's all good. Uh, in fact, James, you know, James is 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 the, uh, you know, the nuts and bolts Christian Christianity guy, and uh, of course, kind of had to be. He was Jesus's uh, brother. Imagine growing up in that family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, they've tried to get him. Uh, yeah, they they yeah. tried to get him committed. You know, the first half and then uh, second half, he's uh, yeah, that's my brother, the son of God. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> anyway, James in James chapter two, verse one through nine says, "My brothers and sisters, do you with your acts of favoritism really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, have a seat here, please. While to the one who is poor, say, stand there, sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? You know, it also says in uh, John seven twenty four, judge not according to uh, the appearance, but judge righteousness, uh, righteous judgment. Absolutely. So you know, that says it right there. You know, if you're there in... If you're in church for the right reason, or you know, to seek seek glory in God, then I, I really don't believe whatever you're wearing will be appropriate in His eyes. Well, you got to realize in the context that, that the book of James was uh, was written in, this was the time in the church where you know Paul was kicking butt and taking names, and they were they were dragging uh, Christians in. And of course, you know Christianity didn't start at the upper strata of society; nope. it nope. started with the the dispossessed and the, the the below and the behind. And 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 in that uh, verse eight of that uh, James two section, it says, "You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the Scripture. You shall love your neighbor as." yourself. But if you show partiality, here we go, here's the money shot, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. That's pretty heavy stuff by uh, by old James here. So um, what is 21st century, 2019, end of 2019, what is the standard, John, for, for John? What, what is appropriate garb for church nowadays. Well, uh, I've, I've got plenty of ugly parts, so I have to wear plenty of clothes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, actually, to me, uh, I think if, if I'm going to uh, come to uh, the Lord's house on there, I am going to be respectful. Now, have I wore shorts to church? Yes. Yes, I have. Uh, do I think that was an, an issue? Absolutely not. But most Sundays on there, I, I, I may not wear a suit, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wear a pair of slacks and a, and a dress shirt or a pullover shirt or a sweater on there. Uh, it, it may not be my best. Uh, to me, it's more important that I come through those doors than it is what Absolutely. I'm wearing. So, yep. How about you, Jody? Well, I agree with that. You know, uh, I'm not... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to share something with you. I used to have a next-door neighbor, and uh, she would wear this shirt. It says, I love Jesus, but I like to drink. I wouldn't wear that to church. I don't think that that is uh, sending the right message. I probably wouldn't wear, you know, um, the shirt of my favorite rock band to church. But other than that, and that's only because of just trying to keep the message and keep the focus on on God. What if your favorite rock band was like Mercy Me? Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm no. just not. You know, I won't put a Jesus tag on my car because I know me and I know road rage and I know oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so uh, you're you know, number one. You're number that's one. That's exactly right. So for for me, you know, appropriate attire is probably just uh, anything that's not advertising. You know, the the commercialism in it. So. 
What does that say when your wife comes with an I'm with stupid t-shirt, though? <laughs> well, she doesn't. <laughs> That's yours? I don't. <clears throat> you know, uh, once a year I do wear a suit to church, and that because of my advanced age, you never know when you're going to, you know, kick the bucket and assume room temperature. So I always wear my death suit once a year to make sure that my wife doesn't have to go clothes shopping uh, uh, after I've gone to glory. So that that's one time I do dress up to go to church. That's going to really help you if you uh, if, if you're going to be cremated. So that's, that's not going to help you. Well, you know, go out in a blaze of glory. Well, hey, there you go, flash and dash, baby. Ryan, what you got? <clears throat> yeah, to me it doesn't matter. Uh, you, you know, if it's ninety degrees outside and I wear shorts, so be it. If I'm wearing this nice three-piece suit, but I have malice in my heart, then what's the point in me being here? You know, that, that's that's my thoughts on it. Um, I mean, right now I have jeans with holes on them, so I am clearly the holiest among you. There uh, you go. Boom. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> there uh, we go. I, I wear slacks, jeans, uh, and a button-up. And sweater and flip flops and flip flops. You will rarely, if ever, see me in shoes. Uh, and truly, I, the flip flops are in case you get inundated by showers of blessings. You never right? know. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Uh, to me, it, to me, it doesn't running matter. Running down the hall and going, wash my feet, wash my feet. I know. <laughs> because I, I, I truly, truly believe that if we look at the context of the Bible, um, very few people had the nice. Uh, very few people worshipped in in they they wore what they had. Well, as good little Wesley bots, I mean, you you look at the founder of the faith. I mean, since Methodism is the beginning of the, it's actually the first true holiness church. And I know that holiness comes with a lot of baggage, but the 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 uh, modest dress. That was kind of started by the early Wesleyan uh, uh, societies and, and stuff like that. They did not want to dress fine. In fact, if you read Wesley's uh, writings, the whole thing he tried to do was was to get back to primitive, his words, Christianity, which means if it ain't about Jesus and his kingdom and adding souls and getting people closer to the Lord, it's all superfluous. That's a big yeah, word. But, but, you know, yeah. I, I want to be, uh, I want to just throw this out. I, I think it's uh, important that we have uh, our own unique styling, so to speak. Right. Because if if we don't, then we, you know, and everyone <clears throat> wears the same black robe, white shirt, and we all look the same, and, you know, we sitting on a, a box of oatmeal on there, you know. Uh, don't don't hate on my Amish stuff. <laughs> yeah, hey, they got good furniture. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, you know, you know, it, it's okay to be an individual. And again, we're going to go back to where we were talking about. But if your individualism is taking away from the main thing by you being an individual, and okay. So in so if way, I have, if all I have is uh, a red Under Armour's, uh hoodie, like I've got on right now. And 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 he's he's uh, offended by the color red on there. Is it is it really my fault that it's taking away from him on there? I'm there to worship in there. So and that's all I'm saying. You know, you're. It, it, I'm sure someone has has mentioned Ryan. Why don't you put shoes on before every Sunday? Every Sunday. And does that take away from your worship? No, a- absolutely not. Because Jesus wore sandals. That's exactly so right. Got a problem with that. So, so, but did Jesus wear Roman sandals? 
problem oh, okay okay so again bringing it back on your what i was saying when you're talking about individualism individual style if somebody's individual style is so over the top that they become a distraction to others some people say i'm a distraction just by my mere presence but anyway I, well john wesley frequently wrote and he spoke against fine adornments he said that gold and costly apparel were sinful. Now, this was his opinion. Right. And, you know, he said he was quoted as saying, no let your dress be cheap as well as plain. Mm. And it is a fact. In the early Methodist meetings, they would turn you away if you came dressed up. I think Sam Walton had that on a uh, poster at Walmart, you know, dress cheap. And, um, <laughs> well, that's why I buy my clothes at Walmart. <laughs> well, uh, I think across the rails perhaps has jumped the rails right now. So we're going to kind of bring this to an end. Uh, uh, if this is your first time listening, since this is our first episode, uh, we want to say thanks. Uh, if you have any uh, questions, comments, cheers, or jeers. Uh, or topics. Or topics. John is going to establish an email address, and uh, you can contact us that way. I would give John's cell phone over the uh, internet right now, but I'm just going to politely decline. It's one nine hundred. Yeah, stop. <laughs> so, uh, any any uh, any any final thoughts, uh, John? Well, you know, again, just just coming to the Lord's house with a with an open heart, open mind. That's right, uh, and. Uh, Take away the glory that He's given to us, uh, and uh, and take it out to the rest of the world, and, and just spread that love and joy. Right. I, I second that, and also just uh, what you wear should not does not define who you are. Right. No. Uh, no. The Lord knows that. I believe our actions are far superior to what we wear. I think the, uh, the the old hymn of invitation, just as I am, yeah. uh, I, I think that is the the rule of the day. God looks at your attitude and your heart, and you come just as you are, right to Him. So um, let's uh, let's close with prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time, and I thank you for all these guys. Lord, whatever our opinions are, may you correct them and mold them to your word, which is truth, Father. And I pray that uh, everything we say and do on this podcast and podcasts in the future would bring honor and glory to your name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.